ora. Um, hope you're doing okay. Um, this is Pip Adam, and I've got an exercise, an exercise that I have grave misgivings about. I'm not sure how this will work. I've given it a couple of goes myself, um, and I quite enjoyed it. It, it gave me um, three minutes of fun. So um, yeah, you might like the sound of it. You might like it not. Like it not. There we go. I'm starting to talk like the, uh, I don't know who, someone out of Lewis Carroll. Okay, so... I haven't been able to stop thinking about jokes in the last 24 hours. One particular type of joke um, I've been thinking about a lot is the knock-knock joke. Um, And I just, as um, with anything that you look at and think about closely, it has become very odd to me. And um, yeah, there there are perhaps two things that I find odd about it that I think could possibly be useful as a writing exercise. The first is that it suddenly occurred to me that the knock-knock joke requires participation. It requires a second person other than the joke teller. So it requires buy-in in a way um, that, yeah, I don't know where else we do in society. So um, when someone says knock-knock, um, they're taking a leap of faith that someone else will be able to know what the next thing to say in that joke is. Um it almost feels like um, sort of almost a religious call and response. Um, I once talked to Rachel O'Neill, the fantastic writer and um, artist and filmmaker, she's incredible, about humour. And she pointed out about how humour is very culturally bound. And I was just thinking that the knock-knock joke is a very good example, very sort of crystal clear example of a cultural lesson that we've learnt. That when someone says knock-knock, possibly out of politeness, possibly out of care, possibly out of compassion, we will answer that request. Also possibly because we want to know what the joke is and we like a laugh. So that was the first thing that I found really strange about knock-knock jokes, is the fact that they require participation, but maybe more than that, that we understand the structure so clearly, some of us, um, in our minds. The second thing that I found odd about it that I thought might be productive um, as a writing exercise is the leap of imagination that it requires, the role play that it requires. So whenever I realize that whenever anyone tells me a knock-knock joke, I immediately imagine this wall or door between us. And whoever's telling the joke, they might be my friend, they might be a family member, they disappear. And um, I have no idea who is behind the door. And you know, I need I need that kind of faith and buy-in for the to to make the joke funny. So I think that my brain does that um, because you know, like that's part of part of the um, agreement that we're making. So someone says knock knock. I put up this imaginary door. My friend disappears. I have no idea who's there. So that when I ask these questions, I'm actually genuinely asking them. So what I'm wondering is if these this strange thing of it needing two people and of the sort of act of surrender and imagination that we make when the story comes if we could perhaps use this um, structure to sort of get into another part of our mind or to maybe have a conversation with ourselves to sort of maybe learn some things about the world around us or maybe characters that we're writing um, that could be useful so I am now going to explain the structure of the knock knock joke The joke teller says, knock, knock. A second person says, who's there? The joke teller gives a name or something that purports to a name. The second person responds by asking the caller's second name. 
the joke teller delivers a pun involving the name. So um, the first knock-knock joke I ever learnt was, and I was so proud of myself when I learnt this, I can still remember the day learning it. So knock-knock, who's there? Isabel, Isabel who? Isabel necessary on a bike. So that's the structure. So what we're going to do is we're going to spend three minutes writing as many knock-knock jokes as we possibly can. We are not concentrating on making them funny. We're not concentrating on making them clever. We're not concentrating on puns. If those things come, that's fantastic. There are two ways that I used this exercise when I did it. The first was I used a character that I'm writing and I always put their name in that second line. And that third line rather. So for instance, I used, I my some of my brainstorming went like this. Knock, knock, who's there? Melissa, Melissa who? Melissa who stole chapstick when she was 12 to impress her friends. So you can see that there's no joke there, but I'm sort of trying, because I'm writing fast, I'm hoping that things will be drawn out about this character's backstory. The other way that I used it was just to write. And um, this like to try and just not think too much at all but just work with the structure so this um <laughs> this yielded such great results as knock knock who's there toaster toaster who toaster's nice i like it with peanut butter so you can see that um i'm gunning for a pulitzer with that one but i still think that doing it that way was quite fun like I came up with some very odd connections like there's something about the structure that forced me into wanting um, wanting a certain thing for that last line so let's try that let's write for three minutes as many knock knock jokes as possible starting from now
Okay. Um, gosh. Um, yeah, <laughs> I hope that was okay. Um, one other way I wondered about using this was actually starting a dialogue with it. So, um, you know, carrying on from the final line, not letting the punchline be the final punchline. So maybe you've got one in there which would be interesting to continue this dialogue to learn who the person asking knock knock is and who the person asking who's there is. Um, so that was a second thing I thought you could do. Also, you may have some nice lines in there. You might find some interesting, weird connections that are useful. Anyway, I hope you have a good day and um, yeah, I'll catch up with you later. Thanks, thanks.